0: I just think right now women, especially in business, like this is the year of women. I just know that.
1: Life begins at 150 grand a year, life gets better at 250, and life gets real good at 500. Nobody can tell me differently on it.
0: When you start teaching something, I feel like that's when you start to master the actual art of it.
1: Ever Havenwood.
0: Have you ever wanted to stop the nine to five grind and start your own company? Do you want to have more control of your income and your time? Then now is that moment to start and grow a successful business. As a female entrepreneur, I have succeeded. I have bit the dust. I have bounced back to growth and prosperity. But this would not have been possible without first taking the leap and owning my own business. But I didn't do it alone. I hired my first business coach 13 years ago. And now I help small businesses, solo practitioners, and professionals double their income and triple their time off. So let me help you too. My gift to you today is a free one-on-one strategy session. So go to coachwithheather.com, coachwithheather.com. And let me help you double your income and triple your time off. All right, everyone. Hi, my name is Heather Havenwood, and welcome to Like a Boss. Another amazing um, interview today. You're going to love, love, love. Many of y'all know that I started a, a business um, back in 2015 and built it from zero to 1.5 million in sales in 18 months. It's a supplement company. I no longer am running that company. And, uh, I actually really enjoyed the physical product business. I really did love that. And so I'm super excited today to kind of pick the brain of our next guest. Sophia, are you with us? Yes. Hi Heather. Love you to be on your show. Thanks for having me. Thanks. And you're the second person I've interviewed today. That is a New Zealander. No, Aussie. What What would you call that? A Kiwi. Kiwis. Kiwi's from New Zealand. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm so sorry. That was like, that was the worst thing to say ever to a New Zealand person. Are you an Aussie? I apologize <laughs> on behalf of all Texans
2: in the world. Oh, I said that Like the Canadians okay. getting mistaken for Americans over here. It happens to them all the time. Okay, good. All right, good. I'm the only one that said that. Uh,
0: so a Kiwi. I love Kiwis. I love that. And we were just chatting in the green room. I said, have you ever heard of Kadrona? And she said, well, I'm Skiing there in a couple hours today. I was like, "Oh my gosh!" So that's really cool that you're living there. You live near Cadrona. what's the city?
2: Thirty-five minutes from Cadrona. So I'm in a little town called Wanaka. That's six thousand people, tiny, and um, like a resort town. Great place to live. Got a horse and skied three days this week and ski in school hours while the kids are at school, and then pick them up at three o'clock. <laughs>
0: Wow. I love that. I want your life. Um, I probably will come visit soon. Cause that sounds yeah. really awesome. Okay, great. I want to dive in. So I want to tell everybody who you are first before we kind of dive in. So Sophie Howard is a seven figure Amazon seller and online business coach. Sophie helps entrepreneurs source profitable products, build premium brands and sell their online businesses. She has sold two Amazon businesses, one for seven figures, U- United States I love these, USD. Like American would never have put that. That's so funny. Uh one for seven <laughs> figures, basically, I say it's money. And is currently building her third global brand. Sophie created Product University and the Amazon Navigator as online training to help online sellers source profitable products, follow a step by step process and get upselling on Amazon fast. So thanks for being here. I I'm giggling because, you know, only <laughs> USD, you know, here in America we're just <laughs> You know, we just don't do that kind of stuff because we think everything revolves around the United States of America.
2: Yeah. <laughs> we well, really not New Zealand dollars, that's for sure. But...
0: Right, right. No, I totally get it. I just, <laughs> I, I always laugh how, I don't know, like narcissistic Americans are. <laughs> We're really narcissistic. We really think the
2: whole world just drops off on the. Atlantic and the Pacific. So actually, it happens in the Amazon world as well because yep. a lot of the American sellers only focus on the US market to sell to. Whereas I sell all around the world on Amazon, like looking at India and interesting places that everyone else is ignoring. That's actually
0: a really good point. And like I was sharing earlier, I've only been on Amazon one time for past business. We, I was not on very long um, because the uh, specific that took the business. But I remember. I remember, I'm just going to share this. I remember going, I prob- we should probably look at, you know, doing state, st- states, different countries like Mexico, since we are, okay. I live in Texas and it's only 200 miles away. Yeah. But um, I, I remember going, oh my gosh, I don't know how, if I could do that. You know, because yeah. it's so foreign, which is just so ridiculous. But um, yeah. Amazon has really been able to create that level playing field. But I want to start with this. I'm going to ask the question I think people are asking all the time is there room is there room to still make money in amazon
2: yeah absolutely so i've every time i've sold an amazon business and i've been cashed up and sitting there wondering what to do next i've had a good look around all the other online opportunities and there's pros and cons of things like running your own traffic to your own shopify store but there's such if you're in the physical products game amazon is the place to be because the traffic so much of it's free because people are searching they're already looking to buy You get a way, way higher conversion rate. So if you've got your own website, it's like 3% on Amazon. It could be 30% of people that see the product buy it. And where all the crowding and jostling has happened and, you know, where there's just too much supply of really similar products all out of the same Chinese factories, everyone just competing on price Mm -hmm. and running at a loss and having to do all sorts of silly gaming and giveaways and playing tricks with Amazon to get their products ranked. I've never engaged in that game. So I have found thousands of products that are profitable, that are away from where everybody else is selling. Yeah. So really non-obvious categories of products, really quirky, obscure little niches, or you would say niches in states. Um, and um, yeah, just keep out of the way of everyone else. They're all very reliant on software tools to pick their products. They'll run some scan over the data of, you know, what's selling at what price, at what volume, and they'll pick something that's already quite mainstream and then go and compete with the existing sellers and then get some of that market share and then the price falls away and everybody has a race to the bottom. So that game's horrible. Um, The stuff I'm doing, so I've done over 500 different products Hmm. and I've helped thousands of people choose other products as well. Um, And if you can keep clear of that big kind of crowd of people choosing really obvious products, um, then there's plenty of space. Amazon's still in growth mode. They still want more premium offerings. So you don't want to sell commodity stuff. You want to do premium, gift-worthy, unique products, interesting supply chains, good suppliers, um, quality products, obviously, but um, just non-obvious stuff. So I source a lot of my products from places like Sri Lanka and India and Vietnam, not, I haven't got anything from China at the moment. Good girl.
0: I am like, totally serious. That sounds really bad. And I'm like, I'll pro China, man, whatever we need to do. Right. At the same time, I think that there's a, my my point of that is Mm -hmm. that I think there's just such an opportunity outside of just China, you Mm -hmm. know? I just think there's so many of the places that are creating great products, including the United States, by the way, including yeah. Mexico, including yeah. India. I mean, there's just so many, Canada included. I think there's Venezuela. There's so many places that are creating great products and there's just so much focus. just like the United States and China, like those are the only two places in the world, you know, yeah. and it's just not true. Yeah. So I just love the fact that you're giving other countries an opportunity to say, Hey, we have
2: products too, that we want to we want to serve your market. Oh. Yeah. And I've had some great products from China. Nothing against it. I've had yeah, really good stuff. Nothing against spa- it. But my first product was handmade from Nepal, and I sold $1.6 million of that in the first year. I was like, huh, so you don't need to do mass-produced plastic. After all, that was a handmade wool product from Nepal, like completely wow. non-obvious. So there's a tool that everybody uses to see how much searching's going on for different keywords. And the- right training I'd done when I started on Amazon said go way higher volume and choose something that somebody else is already doing really well at and kind of copy it. And I didn't like that for lots of reasons, like partly the ethics. Partly if it's that easy for me to copy them, what's to stop the next person copying me? Right. And partly I just was trying to choose something I was interested in or liked myself. So, um, you know, commercially thinking, you know, before – pet projects trying to make it profitable from day one like I'm being pretty serious about it being a real business not just a hobby business um but choosing products that I like that I you know wouldn't be embarrassed to tell people about myself there is this weird thing on Amazon just for your listeners that most Amazon sellers won't tell everybody else what their Amazon products are or their storefront link just because then if they know you're doing well it's so easy for them to just turn up and copy your products so apart from my very tight inner circle um I don't share what my products are and, um, the same for other Amazon sellers. It's just a funny thing in the Amazon community, just, um, people said not to share their products, but we can so, talk on the show about, the about, they
0: don't talk about what, okay, so this, so this, I'm not going to ask you to reveal. Um, but at the same time, if they are out there speaking about their product, they don't speak about their products at all. They don't yeah, say, yeah. Hey, I have the latest and greatest supplement go check me out you don't need
2: to you you, uh, you sit with your product on amazon and you know from your research that there's people searching for it and you know from your research what your competition is offering what comes up on page one of amazon when you run that search yeah and then you get your point of difference with the product you do the best packaging you do the best listing
1: mm-hmm. and
2: off you go you don't need to sit and pay for pr or run Facebook ads, there's customers searching to buy on Amazon every day. And you know that data before you launch your product. So I've mucked around, I've had, you know, these gurus of Facebook come along and say, Oh, you should be on Facebook, let me help you. And I've done coaching, and they've done done for you services for me. And I've used agencies, it costs a fortune, and it doesn't convert as well. If I would put that same budget into another Amazon product that sold itself, I should have done more of that so now I can teach people the basics of Facebook and how to set up a Shopify store but I still do it myself 99% focused on Amazon products just private labeled under my own brand I'm the only seller don't bother with retail don't bother with Walmart and Jet um, just specializing on Amazon there's plenty of growth and plenty of money there
0: yeah, that's really. So first of all, you're just a smart, sexy boss. You're just awesome. I just love you because you're like, I'm not going to play that game. And that's really, if someone who's listening going, what are you talking about? There, there is a particular game. I was sharing just one, another game that's kind of out there, which is the the Amazon book world, you know, and so there's book publishing. This, I'll just share examples example. So you can, I have a client who comes to me and says, I really want to write a book. And I she's like, I want to be number one and best bestseller. That's her thing. I said, fine. I said, here's what we're going to do. You really want to go. You have a, all these options to do self-publishing, true publisher, everything in between. So I got her five different interviews with, I mean, New York Times bestseller, interview publishers, everything in between. And I said, I want you to go interview all of them. Mm-hmm. And she was like. They're all going to be the same. Like they were all over the board. You know, one of them was like 10 grand. One was 50 grand. One was like quote unquote promising New York times bestseller and how they do it. And then they showed the game. Like there's actually a particular game to, to, to hit New York times bestseller. There's a game to hit wall street, New York wall street uh, journal. Times bestseller. I mean, there's all these yeah. different games to quote unquote, get the game and yeah. all of them, all of them said the same thing. If you want this particular one, New York Times, Wall Street Journal, Amazon, it's going to cost you X, triple X, triple X or triple X, right? Yeah. Basically it's paid it's a pay to play. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And she was just shocked. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, it's called gaming the system, but now, you know, that's, not saying it's right or wrong or whatever. It's just like, if you want that, you can write a check for it. Yeah. And, uh, again, not right or wrong, but I remember for myself when I got Amazon bestseller on my book, it was three years after my book was published and yeah. it was truly natural. I had someone yeah. I was interviewing and he said, by the way, congratulations, congratulations on your book, Amazon bestseller. And I was like, <laughs> you're adorable, but like, <laughs> It's not, you know, like I didn't kind of want her to give me kudos or something I didn't get. And she's like, no, look, look at my screen. And I'm like, oh my God, you know, because it was naturally <laughs> created. And that's kind of what I feel like you're saying. It's like, it's something long term. It's, it's more uh, grounded in reality versus a peak and then a drop.
2: Yeah. And a lot of people are looking at their, the wrong numbers. So they're really obsessed with the revenue and the sales, but not the profit. So they'll do these great big giveaways and huge discounts and these big, big launches. I don't do any launch. I just turn up. I'm on page one on day two with my products. So it's a slower start, but it's profitable from day one. And um, yeah, there's none of this running at a big loss for $10,000 to get in the game um, by giving away thousands of units, which is what lots of people do. And Amazon doesn't like it either. It's messing with their ranking system and they clamp down really hard. I'm sure most of your readers or listeners would have seen this, the big review overhaul. So lots of people... Yeah, I posted reviews. that on LinkedIn.
0: Why don't you share a little bit? I posted on LinkedIn. Why don't you share a little bit about us? So people might not know about it?
2: Yeah, so on Amazon, uh, customers shopping can see the reviews left by previous customers where they describe the product, they give it stars out of five and can leave a comment. And on most products, they'll just happen organically, like just a small percentage of customers will feel inspired to leave some feedback, and that's great. That's what Amazon wants. That's the genuine, real feedback on the product, which helps the next customer make a better choice. Amazon's all about the customer experience and them ordering the thing they really want and it being what they expect. Um, So lots of people realize that Amazon's algorithm that helps rank your product picks up how many reviews and obviously how good the reviews are it helps with the real customers but it was also kind of tricking amazon's algorithm so people would go out and pay a service to just blast 100 reviews or they'd do big product giveaways and pay people to give the reviews or it was totally unethical and it really skewed amazon's platform that's built on trust yeah and so amazon went nuts they just like no warning they just snapped like right you guys can't do this so they had um lawsuits and class actions against the people offering the services. They closed people's wow. accounts and their listings. They delisted these top-selling products that these people had spent thousands launching. They removed a load of reviews that were clearly phony. So it was just gaming, and they got sick of it because it skewed their system. Mm-hmm. So the thing that people are doing now to game it is kind of giving products away. So they'll pay a service to give a deeply discounted product away, you know, 50 units a day for five days or a month, um, that will get you onto page one, a bit like the bestseller thing. Um, but it's it's giving Amazon's customers a result on page one that's maybe not the best quality product or the one that's risen to the top through its own merit. It's just somebody's paid to get it there quickly. Right. So, I Amazon might have you know enough of that one day too. So, and it doesn't make good business sense either. Like you burn through that first shipment of product you've ordered, paying someone to give it away paying for a big um, coupon code basically a huge discount off the sale price so you pay for the stock you're giving it away for free you pay amazon still a third in fees of the full price and then you pay a commercial service you know fee for this company to do the giveaway for you because they've got a list of people who will redeem those coupons and order the product they won't leave reviews now but it's all just um, it's just gaming rather than having a decent product that somebody searches for, buys, likes, leaves a good review on the go. That's on the the go. right,
0: right, like real reviews. You know, like when I had that my book that got uh, Amazon bestseller at the time, it was literally because people were buying it. You know, yeah. it, could I have done a launch? you know, as we call it and got all my friends and was like, go, 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 go. You know and I did what I call a mini one, of course, like yeah. I did post on Facebook yeah. and I sent an email, it was more of a, like, look at that. I'm that, you know, cool. You know, it wasn't that like Psh, pay for pay yeah. to play and kind of thing. And I think at the time, and I, I know I'm talking about books and not, um, your products, it's very different. But at the same time, I think that it's just the same thing. I think there's something to having a longevity of a book or a product over a period of time and people actually really buying it. People actually putting reviews, whatever they are, positive, negative, and really having a true product that people like. So let's talk about what makes your university
2: different. Let And could you go ahead and, and tell me the, the a website where they can find you? Yeah. So um, I've got an online training program to help people who want to start out on Amazon choose the right kind of products because it all comes down to product selection. And then implementing it is some kind of best practice. So I teach people that stuff in a program called Product University.
1: Mm-hmm. And
2: the website for that is aspiringentrepreneurs.com. And in there, people can guide their own way through at their own pace follow the program, do the work, move on to the next step, and just get up and selling as fast as they can. Yeah. Um, And then I sometimes do some uh, small group coaching, and I take people to trade shows with me sometimes. So nearly all I love that. I want to go. Where do you go? Obviously not China. uh, I do, actually. I went to China in April. Yep. And I go to Hong Kong. There's a good trade show, Global Sources in Hong Kong. That's on twice a year. I go to the Canton Fair. Um, I'm going to India mid-October this year, 2018. So I'm taking about 40 Australian Amazon sellers to Delhi. What could go wrong? <laughs> yeah, what could go wrong there? I have no idea. That's <laughs> awesome. 40 Aussie. Handicrafts. handicrafts and Gifts uh, Expo, which has got really unique, beautiful, beautiful handmade products. Just gorgeous. Stuff you would want in your own home. Just beautiful. Really high-end. And then we're going to Vietnam in April to another lifestyle kind of homewares expo. So I have really good fun tripping around. It's all, you know, optional extra fun. It's not core business, but it's good fun. Tell
0: us us the name of the shows again. I I talked over you. Could you name them again for us?
2: So um, Aspiring Entrepreneurs um, is the website. There's the Delhi Trade Show, which is the Handicrafts and Gift Expo. There's one in Vietnam, um, which is the Homeware and Lifestyle Expo. Uh, There's one in Hong Kong twice a year called Global Sources, uh, Global Sources Summit. There's a conference attached to it for Amazon sellers. I'm speaking at that in April. Um, And what's the other one? Oh, the Canton Fair is the big one in China. It's huge. Um, And it's an amazing experience to go to. I took a group earlier this year. So more products than you know what to do with just total overwhelm if you don't have a game plan. But then there are some good products there that are easy to get going quickly, just like the whole industry set up to ship to the States, do the Amazon thing. So it's kind of a more mainstream approach. But for your first product, you don't want to make it too complicated either. So sometimes a little simple launch just gets you up and running, confident in Amazon, learn what you're doing, and then you can start going to more exotic places and doing trickier trickier stuff later on. But The simple ones are always the best. The
0: simple is always the best, right? Do you have to have uh, multiple accounts in it? Excuse me. If you go into different niches, do you have to have different accounts or merchant accounts as they call it?
2: No. So I run, Amazon likes you to just have one account and I always just do what Amazon wants and never try and have VPNs and duck and dive around, you know, people do all sorts of weird and wonderful. Even podcasts. if you,
0: cause I know you sold a company, you sold legitimately a company on yeah. from your Amazon company. Did you yeah. not have to have separate that?
2: Yeah. So I sold two and both times okay. um, it was very James Bond, give me a million dollars and I'll give you the password. <laughs> and then over time they transitioned that account over to their bank account. They redid the tax interview, you know, they, both times they've taken over the account.
0: Okay. Okay. So in those, in those cases, in those cases, uh, and yeah, I'm not trying to get into logistics, but I think I'm just trying to get people understanding. So when you create an Amazon uh, merchant account, um, it's under, you know, one tax ID type of thing and, yeah. and yeah. one bank account. Right. So
2: yeah. Yeah. In my have head, under that and millions, so, you could have 500 different products, 10 different brands all under that one account and the customers don't care. They're just doing like a laser search for a thing they want. They go and buy it. They don't care what other stuff you sell. They want to see the reviews and the quality of the product they're about to buy. They might be interested in the suggestions. People that bought this also bought that. So it's great if those things are also sold by you. But they don't care. I've had incontinence products and tea and baby products all on one account and wasn't an issue. So how many brands? So thank you. So there's how many brands can you have under one
0: Amazon merchant account?
2: As many as you like. So um, the limiting thing would be how much storage space Amazon gives you. And if you're selling it, they'll give you more space. So they just can't new sellers, but you can do as many or few products as you like. And that's one of the nice things about getting started. You don't need to send in a container load. You could choose one product and send in 50 units and see what happens and just start really small.
0: Can somebody do a drop ship versus buying the
2: actual product first? Oh, so this is where there's a bit of debate. So okay. I know you're a fan of drop shipping. I am not. Okay. So the reasons for, um, I'll just explain the two models as well in case anyone hasn't come across them. So private labelling is where you create your own brand that you own 100% yourself. You're the only one with rights to it. And um, you, you've got, you, you control the price. It's your brand. No one else is allowed to sell it. With dropshipping, um, you don't buy the product up front and you don't brand it as your own. When the customer places an order, your supplier then ships it to the customer. So it's a bit nicer for cash flow because you don't need to buy the product up front. But you don't really own anything unique. If you start to do well, other people can find your supplier and get exactly the same product to market really fast. There's no kind of point of difference with the product. And there's no unique branding. And it isn't really a business you could sell very easily. And Amazon also likes to have their Customers' products in stock in their own warehouses and do the fulfillment themselves because then they know it's in stock, they know the quality, they know it'll arrive on time. So, Amazon will always give preferential treatment to products that they're holding in their own warehouse. They want that turnover of volume and they want a really good customer experience. So, if you're drop shipping something from overseas, it just doesn't arrive fast enough for Amazon customers. They want the two day, if they've got Prime, they shop on Amazon because they get free, fast shipping, and you don't get that. With drop shipping, so hours we talk about this topic. But I'm a fan of private labeling. A bit more work up front, but then you basically get paid three times for doing that work up front. You charge more for the product because it's unique and premium and beautifully packaged and designed and looks the part. Um, You don't get copycats, so nobody else can come in and copy your listing. I've never been hijacked, which is when people copy your Amazon listing. So that doesn't happen. You don't have to compete on price. And then thirdly, when you t- when it's time to sell your business, you've built a brand that's got value. You've got, like, you've got a, an asset there that's more right. than just the multiple of the sales and the profit. Mm-hmm. So I'm a fan of private labeling, a little bit biased, but it's the model that Amazon needs more of. They don't need more cheap, me-too, commodity-type products. They need more high-end, unique stuff. So that's the stuff I source. And brand. Well, you're
0: converting me. You're converting me. I'm all for that. Right. And so <laughs> but just to be, so I love that you're right. That's a, some, that's some real good strategy and talking points. Uh, the company that I built online, we did private label. It was our mm-hmm. brand. There was no one else in that niche online. So mm-hmm. I, I understand that, 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 you know, we didn't have a bunch of me too products, so we could charge premium and we did charge premium. It was, um, yeah. You know, one bottle of our one of our products was seventy five dollars US. And that was four ounces of product. High end of extremely high end product. So uh I understand that. I think you're right. That's some legitimate. But you have to have a little bit more money up front. So in in your course, if they go through your course, what would you suggest as a good starting point of money to uh really have set aside completely? Like they lose it all, you know, they're okay,
2: kind of thing. Yeah. Well, obviously, up to people's budgets, some people go really big. My first product was $300. Um, so I got 75 units of a $3 product, and there was a bit of shipping and a really basic, well-thought-through packaging, but it was cheap to produce that packaging. It was just a gift bag that cost 35 cents with a beautiful logo screen printed on it. Um, the general rule of thumb, I would say a 1,000 or 2, is um, more than enough to go quite, you know, quite aggressively, at it and have a lot of suppliers being interested in, <clears throat> in working with you um, you can um, negotiate on volume and price I'd rather pay a little bit more per unit but do a much smaller shipment overall um, and Amazon's got no view of how many or how few units you send in so the smaller the launch the better I'd much rather have data on what the product does at full price when you just launch it quietly without having to pay for lots of promotional giveaway stuff. So I don't do any social media or anything at all. Um, Just put the product on Amazon. I've chosen something that's in that sweet spot where there's enough demand but very low competition. So I want to see what those people shopping for that search term like and don't like about my product before I place a big order. So I've just launched my third brand. I've got 62 different listings for $13,000.
0: 13 sorry could you say
2: those number $13,000 for $13,000 and I've launched 62 products for that okay that's pretty cheap and that wasn't day one all under one account account, but they're unrelated products um so they're from four different countries there's some from Australia some from New Zealand some from the states some from Peru Mm -hmm. um some are gift products some are um, consumable good repeat purchase type products, but they're all premium, they're all absolutely top end. And I've got very low competition for all of those keywords that I'm, I'm chasing after. So, wow, days with that new brand, so probably five or so weeks into selling, but you know, in four figures of sales for the month so far. It's all right. nice. that's it's very well. that's
0: pretty good. And you're gonna go see. Yeah. Nice. Congratulations. Um, that's pretty impressive. I'm impressed with what you're doing and, and I can probably talk to you all day long. Uh, well, I want to give you the promotion here that you deserve. What? Tell me more about your, what you're creating with your, with your program. Who are you looking for to go through your program and, 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 mm-hmm. and, and how can they sign up?
2: Cool. Thanks. Heather. So um, I'm looking for people who want to build wealth and have a good lifestyle. So the the neat thing about Amazon is it's, not the very time consuming business. It's kind of front end loaded. You have to do some work to find the supplier in those first few products, but then maintenance is very easy. Adding new products is very easy too, once you know what you're looking for. So the whole thing comes down to choosing good products. So my course is really focused on that product selection strategy. So I've got a big checklist. People can download that from the website. And then in the training, we go into more detail, more of the subtle stuff around choosing these Winning products where there's enough demand, so getting skilled at judging that. Mm -hmm. Assessing your competition, all like lots of worked examples and case studies on, you know, would you do this one, wouldn't you, why not, why? Just getting lots of experience seeing that decision-making process for choosing products. Mm -hmm. Um, So all sorts of people do this. I've got retirees doing it. I've got young professionals who are keen to get out the day job. I've got um, young professionals who want to keep their day job but want to earn more money faster to clear mortgages or live a better lifestyle. Um got people who just want to be complete lifestylists, so a bit like me. So I've got, you know, seven figure Amazon businesses and just ski and ride my horses and get to pick my kids up from school at three o'clock. So that makes me happy. I don't I could work a lot (coughs) excuse me. I could work a lot longer hours and do a lot more coaching and stuff. But I just want to protect my time and look after Family and have a good lifestyle. So yeah. I'm a single mum fairly recently. So new chapter in life. So just trying to make sure I enjoy enough of the good stuff and um, and help other people. So it was interesting. So I paid off two mortgages thanks to my Amazon businesses, and um, you know I was helping other people start their Amazon businesses. And then our marriage came to an end. But I was in this position where I could live in one of the most expensive towns in New Zealand it's just ridiculous house prices here it's, it's like the Aspen of the South Pacific ah,
0: Okay, yeah.
1: mm-hmm. but
2: because of my Amazon business not many women my age with two young kids could just go out and buy a house here so there was a bit of shuffling around and you know it wasn't totally easy in lots of ways but because I've had this business I was able to walk and set up camp again and look after the kids and you know it's been a real privilege to be in that financial position and if I'd been employed and I was in a good job I was a diplomat I would not have been able to have those options or freedom
0: yeah no I get that that's that's pretty powerful story and one of my missions and one of my my mission in life is to one of the reasons I do this podcast is I really want to highlight people that are that are well my mission in life is to have every woman on the planet be financially secure and free
1: because i know
0: that when women are financially free and secure they make decisions they would have never made before
2: yeah yeah and it's like that automated income when i'm asleep my amazon products are selling 24 7 and in different countries that's uh, a really nice thing to wake up to it's working without me working i'm out of that hours for dollars trap.
0: yeah and that's huge and i think that i would you know um I'm going to be going through it. I'm a huge component of what you're doing and promote, 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 um, aspiring entrepreneurs.com. Sophie, I really appreciate you being here. and More importantly, I appreciate you stepping down, whatever you had to go through in your own mindset to be able to say, Hey, I want to have a, a new life, you know? And I just really admire that because you did have to go through everything to go through, but you had done the work prior to set your life up so that you can have a great life. And that's really important. Yeah.
2: Yeah, health and family and all that stuff first and money's necessary. But um, yeah, I, uh, I'm just trying to really appreciate the good stuff in life and have great experiences. I'm not very materialistic. I don't have lots of fancy stuff. But, you know, I'm going skiing today in the most amazing resorts and I've skied three days this week and stuff that if you're doesn't matter how much you earn, if your time's owned by your employer or you don't have freedom, you don't get to enjoy that stuff. And money can't buy it if you don't have freedom. Right.
0: Right. That's really important. Um, that's pretty powerful. And congratulations. And I love what you're doing. And just to wrap it up, everyone go to inspire Uspiring. Uh, just in case you know her, um, <laughs> that's it. it's aspiring entrepreneurs.com. You'll see her beautiful face when you get there and check mm-hmm. out her, her university there. And I highly suggest if you're thinking about doing something, either a side hustle or you're retired and you're looking for extra income or you're like, Hey, I want the lifestyle. I want to be able to live wherever I want to live and have that lifestyle. Uh, Then I say completely go and check out Sophie Howard and what she's doing at aspiringentrepreneurs.com.
2: Any last words? Um, No, just really thanks for that. But thank, um, just to think um, an important thing about Amazon, it's, it's a lot lower tech than a lot of the other online businesses out there. So I mean, if you're blogging, that's pretty low tech, but harder to monetize. Um, if you're doing Facebook and websites with products and dropshipping, there's a lot more um, analysis and ongoing techie skills, both to set it up and to run it. So you need to be really on those Facebook ads. It's much more kind of aggressive, um, much more work to be done, and more cost up front um, to get your sales. Whereas on Amazon, the model's really nice because if you set it up right, it's a much more passive income stream, but also you don't need to be technically minded to do it. So If you can choose the good products, then everything else is done by Amazon. They do all the shipping and handling, the customer service. They'll deal with people's change of addresses and expired credit cards. They do all the boring stuff like warehousing and logistics for you. So in most products businesses, you don't get that. And in most online businesses, you need to be a lot more tech savvy than you do to be successful on Amazon. So I think it's got really broad appeal, good lifestyle Mm -hmm. business, but also very scalable.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. That's true. That's true. And just so you know, I live in Austin, Texas. And I live uh, 0.5 miles away from the downtown headquarters of Whole Foods, which is Amazon Whole yeah. Foods. So I literally walk in there with my prime, you know. <laughs> yeah. So we were the first Whole Foods to get the, we can use prime um, on when we go check out. We were the first one because the headquarters is upstairs. So all, and we, when the, literally the week that Amazon bought Whole Foods, you walked in and there was like, kiosks of the Amazon fire. Amazing. That's yeah. Yeah, cool. yeah. Like the first week you're like, Whoa, you know, <laughs> yeah. but we're, I'm kind of used to, uh, that particular whole foods constantly, constantly changing There's seven restaurants and it. it's got a bar in it. I mean, it's just, off wow. the but that's because the, you know, headquarters downstairs. So like, we have an idea. And they're like, come downstairs. And just <laughs> do <it."> Everyone's always <laughs> like, wait, where's the coffee? You know, it's always changing. Right. But I, <laughs> I think that I love that because it's what you're saying is Amazon's just getting started.
2: Yep. Yeah. you know,
0: Amazon's just getting started here. And I think that's a key piece of this and it is low tech, you know, you don't have to understand merchant merchants, a whole nother world. You don't have to do returns. You don't have to deal with that. You don't have to deal with whole, you know, uh, warehousing. That's a whole nother world. So it, really is and because I've done it I've done I've had merchant counts. I've had I've had to deal with wholesale wholesale packaging before and when you have a company that's literally handling those pieces for you where your only focus is really picking great quality products and making sure they look great for the customer and taking yeah. care of the customer
2: yeah yeah it's good I've had a that's great good. time doing it I actually enjoy it so it becomes quite addictive looking for those products when you know what to look for so had lots of good results and love helping other people. And I hate seeing other people either get the wrong advice or try and figure it out themselves and go around in circles and get lost. Not, not a good game plan. (gasps)
0: plan. All right. Thank you so much. And wrap it up. Everyone go check out Sophie at aspiring This is Heather Havenwood, like a boss. Check me out at heatherhavenwood.com until next time. Be you, be real and be the boss of your life. Bye. Hey, it's Heather. Is your digestion feeling off? Are you often hungry even though you're eating enough and taking supplements? Are you struggling to burn off that last bit of stubborn fat that will not go away no matter how hard you diet or exercise? I guess I'm talking about myself here. See, it might be your gut. It was mine. That's why I am so excited to announce that P3OM, the Navy Seal of Probiotics, is now available at energywithheather.com. Look, tens of thousands of real people, including myself, has used P3OM to manage constipation, bloating, gas, acid reflux, abdominal pain, and much more. Look, as you'll learn when you go to energywithheather.com, P3OM uses unique and patent strand that has been proven in lab tests to deliver the right bacteria to your gut. So your body has what it needs to let go of all that fat. So look, what are you waiting for? Go to energywithheather.com. That's energywithheather.com.
1: Thank you for listening to The Win with Heather Havenwood. Interested in coaching with Heather? Go to heatherhavenwood.com and sign up for a business discovery consultation. Here is your free gift for listening. Get three audio chapters of Heather's book Sexy Boss: How Women Empowerment is Changing the Rulebook. When you text the word sexy to 7200. Again, text the word sexy. That is S E X Y to 7200. And receive your three audiobook chapters. Number is good only in North America. This is a sexy boss rap. This podcast is a copyright of Havenwood Worldwide, LLC.